Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again, Carolyn Dickman with the Batesville Area Historical Society. Good morning to you, Carolyn. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing today? Fantastic. It's Friday, a good-looking weekend. Uh, Of course, whether it's rainy or whatever, it's always good to have a weekend. You are so right. Yes. Every day is a Sunday, right? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, a lot of things have been going on at the Batesville Area Historical Society uh, through the year. And, of course, uh, one thing, uh, Carolyn, that uh, garnered a lot of attention what was the veterans display? Uh, can you tell us, uh, remind us when that was and uh, what kind of reaction that you got from that? That was an awesome display, Tom. I wish more people could have come to see it. We ran it from March to September. We had over 50 uniforms on display and a total of 30 families who did participate. So when you think about we have 270 banners around town. We could have used a lot more, you know, uniforms and information. But, you know, we totally understand it was a great display. What we had was awesome. We had uh, families with eight brothers who brought in all their uniforms. One family had seven brothers. Uh, The uh, two other ones had five brothers and three brothers. So, you know, when you consider how small our uh, museum is, we did very well with our layout. And I'm sure that uh, there's quite a a good mixture of the different uh, branches of the armed forces represented. Right, yes. We ran it from the Civil War to Afghanistan. So that's how many uniforms that we had covered in all those branches. So, And then we had all the information on the walls about the different wars. So when the school kids came through, they could actually see what caused these wars and how many uh, casualties there were and, and how blessed we are to have our freedom. And that's an interesting point, the fact that uh, school kids, are they have this resource to them, and uh, really uh, history can come alive as opposed to uh, studying it out of a textbook or on a pad or something like that. I agree, Tom. It, to me, visuals everything, you know, for some kids, and uh, just hearing it. We did have two veterans come in this year to give their stories, and it was Joe Grivey and Jerry Werner, and I couldn't tell it like they did because they actually lived it. So I think it really impacted the kids and what, you know, what they went through for our price of freedom. And uh, what uh, grade range are we talking about as far as the students coming through? We had from third grade up to seventh. Okay. Right, which I was hoping, you know, maybe a little higher levels, but it's all good. Yes. There you mm-hmm. go. All right. And then uh, as far as uh, some other folks uh, coming through uh, the exhibit, uh, we'll say, I don't know, civilians. Uh, right. Um, what kind of reaction uh, did you hear from them, if any? We had a lot of uh, good memories from people like, you know, I remember this person here or I remember him coming home from the war. Because, you know, when you have a lot of personal items, you know, from folks here in Batesville, especially the Vietnam War, you know, that was one of those wars that, you know, you want to forget. And uh, we just didn't have too many on on the Vietnam War, but uh, the reaction was great. Uh, I think a lot of people, um, you know, just got grounded again and what we go through for our price of freedom, like I said earlier. Uh, It, uh, you know, again, we had two Purple Hearts on display. So that means, you know, we had actually two people here in in our area that received a Purple Heart, you know, which is the highest honor that you can get. And... um, you know, I just wish more people could have came through. We had uh, over 600 come through. Uh, again, we had like the Boy Scouts come through, which I love. A uh, couple groups of uh, personal families that came through wanted to make a uh, um, uh, effort to get in there to see their family display. So, uh, but it was great overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Boy Scouts, as you mentioned, Carolyn, were these? Uh, is this? Uh, were they just uh, touring it? Was it part of a uh, maybe? Uh, 
that they had, they were getting some merit badges, things of that nature. Right. You know, I'm thinking it was toward a, a badge because it was like the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. And, you know, I, I commend those leaders because they come through for every time we have a display. They always make sure that the Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts get in there and uh, other families, too. So we appreciate the efforts that families make to support us because, again, we're all nonprofit here, all volunteer staff. And, um, yeah, and the few hours that we're open there, um, we're very blessed to get all these visitors to come through. And, of course, this was a um, a lot of your displays are usually uh, themed, of course, obviously with veterans. And uh, Mm -hmm. so um, um, and I understand that you uh, like to mix it up throughout the years. Yes, I like to. I think that's how you get more people in when you change a display, because, you know, if you keep it the same, uh, it gets stale. So when I took it over nine years ago, I tried to do different displays to get people in. But the past four years, we've kept the train display as um, just one of those ongoing from October to the first week in January, um, just because trains were so prevalent here in Batesville. And uh, speaking of which, um, I'm sure that that was uh, very popular and uh, it's, uh, of course, still up, I understand. Yes, it is, Tom. We will be running it to Saturday the 7th. Uh, we will be there Saturday 9 to 12. And... Uh, as I counted up, we had over 1,500 people come through from October to now. And when I think of, uh, you know, the hours that we put in to welcome all these visitors, I am just overwhelmed. And the donations were great because we go on a free will donation or whatever you want to give, you know. Um, but uh, it, it just makes my heart proud that, you know, I have a great group of volunteers who helped me put this up over 100 hours that it took to get this train display up. Who contributed the train display? We have people who donate trains, which we love. Um, but sometimes uh, it's a, you know, one of those, well, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. <laughs> so as I told folks, I'm hoping with our donations that we can actually buy new engines for next year. Because we had a lot of them, you know, that fail. And then we had to, you know, replace them with another one. So we kept changing the engines out. So we're hoping with some better track and some better engines next year that we have a better uh, quality, but I mean, overall, it was awesome. Though we we've had people come from Cincinnati, out of town, New Hampshire, a lot of different states, and said this was really, really over the top. So that makes me feel pretty proud. And uh, you can keep track of those by uh, having people sign in. Is that correct? That is correct. We do have a guest register because in case I have to apply for a grant, it does help to let them know that yes, we do have people come in, and um, you know, because you have to apply for how many visitors that do come through. So yeah, we're blessed. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, say I go over, uh, check out the train display. Uh, what can I expect when I see that? Will it uh, be a, a mock-up of, uh, of, of the city of Batesville? Yes, we have a total of 20 trains and trolleys this year. So when you walk in the door, the front room is des- dedicated to the children. So it's a carnival scene and a dinosaur layout. And then we go into our middle room, which is laid out completely of all winter scenes. So we have one, two, let's we have about eight trains going there and trolleys on that, just that middle room. So, and then you go upstairs, and we have eight more layouts up there. We have a, a Batesville layout, and then we have a couple winter scenes, and we had two new layouts this year. One is my favorite. Uh, we uh, laid out a North Dakota scene, all trees with a bunch of animals hidden, and I loved testing the kids on how many trees you think I glued in there in this display, and it was 287 trees in case people who've been through and hasn't heard that number, But uh, and then I hide animals in there. So it's a great display. We built that one all ourselves. And uh, with the tunnels and the mountains. So it's a great display. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's uh, yeah, as you said, uh, the volunteers are key, and because uh, uh, I, you know, that's I'm just exhausted listening to <laughs> the arrangements yeah. and everything that's got to go in. So right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you know, when you start, we start upstairs in July, just because that's how long it takes us to put these displays together. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, Joe and Betsy Bauer, uh, Lloyd Futterman, and Janet Maple. Uh, without them, you know, they they were key. And then we have a gentleman from Rising Sun, Ron Lehman, who comes in and helps us anytime we need some help. So it it takes a village. Yep, mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. And we'll continue our conversation with Carolyn Dickman with the Batesville Area Historical Society right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with Carolyn Dickman with the Batesville Area Historical Society. And uh, Carolyn, uh, we were talking about some of the efforts to uh, put on some of these displays, such as the veterans display and also the uh, the train display, uh, which uh, ends tomorrow. So uh, last call for the uh, train display to check that out. Last roundup time, as they say. But uh, as far as the uh, the general organization is concerned, can you uh, tell us a little bit about that, uh, you know, such as uh, – you know uh, how that's uh, if there's like a governing board or anything like that. We just we just have a couple board members who just keep active. But again, it's like Lloyd Futterman, Janet Maple, Joe and Betsy Bauer, and myself. So we basically don't have meetings anymore like we used to. Um, we're all older, and a lot of my volunteers who do fill in after the train display, a lot of them are older too. But yeah, we just uh, we just keep going with uh, people um, excitement. We have a lot of people who came in during the train display who wants to join uh, in helping us. So I love that because, you know, if, if a lot of times it's the first time they've been in. And I think they're excited to see how excited we are. And so they want to do their part and help us out. So um, I love new blood. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like any organization. Yes. You need the uh, need a farm team, so to speak. Exactly, Tom. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Carolyn, of course, uh, you know, uh, I'm figuring by this time since the uh, – uh, museum was founded around 1999, 2000. Mm-hmm. Seems like by now you've got, got a pretty well-oiled machine. Yes, we do, because we didn't really open our uh, museum center till 2010 with Jean Strewing, God Lover. Uh, she uh, got somebody to back us, and we have that beautiful home now over there. So in the past uh, 12 years, we've had a lot of people come through. Um, and, you, you know, when you think about the history of the home, it was built in 1910. So um, it's it's a big museum to take care of. But um, we we have a lot of volunteers who step up, and that's the key. Now, when somebody comes through, uh, whether they're from from here or they're out of town or something like that, do they uh, do you get a lot of uh, or occasionally? Gee, I never knew that. Exactly, or even baseball people. This is the first time I've been here, and it's like really. So you know, I think once you get in and you get the the bug, yeah, they come back, yeah, or they spread the word because now with social media, oh my gosh, Tom, that really helps. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. And uh, some other things uh, as far as the uh, museum is concerned, uh, you know, your, again, your hours, uh, what are we uh, talking about here generally? 
normally our hours are Thursday and Friday from 10 to 2 and Saturday 9 to 12. But, of course, during this train display, we've opened up a lot. Like, schools come through. So I'm flexible. You know, if somebody wants to come in, I'll open up for them. Yeah, but our normal hours are Thursday, Friday, 10 to 2, and Saturday, 9 to 12, are by appointment. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, uh, we, we, we talked about the uh, the veterans display uh, went out throughout the year. Now, um, as far as uh, later on in the year, uh, once you get things cranked up, are you at liberty to say uh, what you've got planned? Yes. You know, it's one of these things, Tom, after excuse me, nine years, you've sort of run out of ideas. So I found a bunch of uh, giveaways and memorabilia that the storefronts used to give away in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So that's going to be our next display, all the fun little cute items that people gave away to thank their customers for supporting them. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great, and uh, we'll be opening March 2nd for that one. So I'm hoping to entice people to come in. And if people have any memorabilia with items like from um, the cozy uh, corner over here that used to be where Fifth Third Bank or any people or people have any items that with the actual storefront names on, we would love to borrow them, you know, or if they want to donate them, we would love that. So that will be uh, going on uh, through uh, March through what, October? It'll be March 2nd to September 23rd because then we're going to tear down that last week and then start putting up the trains. Okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. the, then, then the training is usually October through January. Right. Yeah. The okay. first week in January. Yes. Oh, yes. right. So, uh, and this is this was what the uh, the fourth year that this was done. This is our fourth year of trains, and we keep getting bigger and better, Tom. <laughs> Every year we keep coming with ideas. Every time I come with an idea, the team goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, did you say make it happen? Yeah, that's and trust me, they do. We, yeah, we we our, our efforts are just great over there. We really work well as a team, and that's what it takes. Yeah, it's there's no I in team. Nope. Right. And, yeah. uh, of course, last time we got together, uh, you talked about how um, you've run into a lot of folks uh, in town for Thanksgiving, and on, you even opened up on Thanksgiving Day. Yes, I did. I had close to 45 people in on Thanksgiving Day because most families, you know, are home. So I tried to accommodate, and then I was open Friday evenings from 5 to 7 also between uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, again, uh, looking for, uh, I guess, uh, storefront giveaways, I guess, yes. well, something like that. That will right. be uh, coming up in uh, March through uh, September right. this year. So, uh, look look forward to uh, seeing and hearing more about that. And uh, um, and as far as uh, contact information, uh, what, they, uh, what folks can do uh, as far as maybe, you know, an appointment or whatever, uh, what are we looking at here? They can either go on our social media, which, you know, Facebook or whatever. But uh, if any questions or concerns, just call me, Carolyn Dickman, at 812-212-9382. Okay. Once again, your phone number, please. 812-212-9382. All right. And, of course, as you mentioned, social media, also the website, Batesville Historical Society, or excuse me, Batesville Historical Center.org. Again, that is Batesville Historical Center. Dot org. That's all one word, of course, interrupted by the dot org. Right, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you're at, uh, for uh, folks out of town, again, that's uh, 15 West George Street. That's next to the post office. Right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, anything else uh, before we uh, let you get back to it, Carolyn Dickman? No, I'm just excited that we were blessed with so many visitors coming through, I, I especially the first timers and the kids' excitement. So um, I just hope we can continue coming up with some great ideas and we can keep this museum open because I think it's just a duel of Batesville. All right. Well, Carolyn Dickman with the Batesville Area Historical Society, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, Stay well. Continued success to you and your team. And uh, we look forward to talking to you once again down the road. I appreciate you, Tom. Thank you so much.